Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. And today is March 13th, Friday. Friday the 13th. Uh, <laughs> I am not generally suspicious about Friday the 13th, but um, boy, lots going on, huh? Basically, everything's getting canceled here in the U.S., which is what needs to happen. And people are using the hashtag flatten the curve, which I'm happy to see. This is, of course, in reference to the COVID-19 coronavirus. Um, that's really what we need to do is to slow the rate of the epidemic so that we keep our medical facilities free for the people who really, you know, well, so the, keep our, the capacity of our medical facilities optimal. Uh, if we have too many people sick all at once, it'll crash the system. And one of the great concerns, of course, is people who have um, other medical issues who need medical care and need to, um, if the medical facilities are entirely full of COVID-19 patients, then, you know, there's no intensive care left for you and other things. So, uh, yeah, it's been interesting seeing the news, seeing all of the various cancellations. My um, event the first weekend of April, the Jack Williamson's lecture has been canceled and possibly rescheduled for fall. So now I am clear of obligations until the end of May. Um, Safwa, we're still going forward with the Nebula Conference right now. We're 80 days out, so we've got a lot of time to see. Uh, I do feel for all of these conferences scheduled in March that are canceling, and some of these organizations are taking, um, you know, $150,000 hits to cancel because of their obligations to the hotel. And the hotels aren't going to let them out of the obligation, but because it's not illegal to hold the conference, there's a you know, the insurance companies don't get involved and so forth. So, yeah, you know, there are not many nonprofits that can afford to take that kind of hit. And it's just um, super unfortunate. I'm glad that I was not going to Book Lovers Con in Nashville. I had kind of thought about it. I didn't think super hard, granted, but I had considered it. I think that's supposed to be next weekend. So a lot of people are going to be working from home. And yeah, I mean, I think that's fine. We're basically hanging out at home, doing our thing. The other thing that you can do <laughs> is you, you can't go out. You know, I'm planning to do some work in the garden. It's supposed to be a nice day on Sunday. We can go kayaking. We can go hiking. You just need to be not in enclosed spaces with other people. But there's no reason you can't be, you know, out enjoying the outdoors. Maybe this will spur a whole movement of enjoying the outdoors, right? 
Maybe that's not feasible for people who live in cities, but I guess that's one reason I don't live in a city. It's a very stormy day here. Um, as predicted, our dense Pacific moisture has arrived, rained a lot in the night, and uh, it's one of those very wild and tumultuous skies outside right now with the different shades of gray tumbling upon each other. It's, and the wind is really blowing and occasional rain pours and then it clears and pours again. Good day to be inside. <clears throat> I've passed um, 66,000 words <coughs> on The Promised Queen. Should be hitting 70,000 words um, I don't think today, because I'll just get 3,000 today and stop. That sure does work for me to stop after 3,000, no matter what. Yesterday took longer. Yesterday was a slower day. Um, I started late yesterday. For some reason, I was just groggy yesterday. It might be the allergies. Um, with the wind coming in yesterday, I could see the wind hit the junipers outside. And these huge clouds of pollen would waft up from them like smoke. It was really amazing. It's like, okay, there's a lot of pollen in the air. So I think that uh, that might have been making me kind of groggy. I've slept very hard the last couple of nights. You know, waking, you know, when you wake up and you feel um, like you're coming out of really deep sleep and you don't feel awake, you just feel like you could sleep more. Still not quite done with taxes, <laughs> but I'm close. I just have to finish putting receipts in. And I'd already put in my mileage, and then for some reason I went back to look at the mileage, and it had cleared. I don't know if I, like, I don't know what I did. Somehow it cleared from the spreadsheet. That won't take long, though. So at least I can do that this weekend. I will not go to yoga. Um, Lyra meeting is canceled. We, um, you know, it, it is a funny thing because it's interesting to see how people are treating the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, our Lyra president sent an email yesterday morning. I didn't see it until afternoon, but she had said um, that everything was still open in Albuquerque, you know, the meeting, you know, rec centers and so forth, our rec center where we meet, and did people feel like we should go ahead with the meeting? And someone else had replied, and she had said that she felt perfectly comfortable with attending the meeting, which surprised me. And then, and I wrote back and I said that I thought that it would behoove us to cancel the meeting. <coughs> it's not essential. We could do it online if we wanted to. <coughs> Excuse me. So they, the board met. <coughs> and my coffee went down the wrong way. And they decided to cancel the meeting. There, I had to pause and clear my throat. So they decided to cancel the meeting, and I think that's good. Uh, 
I hear people saying things like, well, I'm not in a high-risk group and I don't have contact with high-risk people. And it's like, well, <laughs> that's good. You know, I'm not particularly concerned about contracting it either. I mean, if I get it, I get it. And I've got a strong constitution. I'll be sick for a while and get over it. The And then, you know, you may not come into contact with high-risk people, but what if you come into contact with someone who comes into contact with high-risk people? It, it's just... Um, People almost seem to have a certain pride in saying that they're not concerned about it. Oh, there's so much hype. People are just panicking. I'm not afraid. It's like, well, it's not about being afraid. It's about being smart and managing a scientifically predictable spread of a disease. These are very simple things we can do in order to flatten the curve, right? So it was very interesting. Yesterday, the um, LDS Church announced that they were closing all of their temples and meeting houses worldwide for the duration of the epidemic, which was a bold move. And I'm very proud of them for doing that. I'm, you know, the LDS Church has always had a strong focus on community, and I feel like that was a strong stand to take, especially since we seem to be having so much opposition between science and religion, you know, that it's, I think that's part of why things have gone so wrong in Iran that, you know, there's a, almost a spiritual pride in proving that, oh, some invisible disease can't get me because I have faith. And it's like, well, you know, you, you can have faith, um, but your fleshly body is still susceptible to disease, as has been proved. <clears throat> so, I, I don't mean to uh, belabor the point on the COVID-19. Uh, I know people are getting tired of hearing about it. Oh, but one thing I did want to say, here I go belaboring it. <laughs> uh, one thing I did see was some, uh, the gal who posted to Facebook about the LDS church closing. Somebody had commented on there and said, oh, thank goodness, maybe now my elderly in-laws will listen because they're still all out at the mall thinking that this is a liberal hoax. And it's like, you know, ugh, this, you know, this has been the logical conclusion of Trump's attempts to undermine the legitimacy of the media. You know, and there's a reason why the free press it was put into our constitution by our founders. One reason why they believed that was critical to having a free society is to have a press that's not controlled by the government. And, you know, the between Fox News and those people and Trump and his cronies trying to make people believe that anything they don't like is fake news, there's all these people out there who think that you know, who've totally bought into their line that this is a liberal hoax. The Democrats trying to destroy Trump. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, I have no response to that. Um, it's amazing to me that that Trump still has his reporters. The, um, the f complete blindness of that patriotism, um, how they cannot see past the fact that, you know, that Trump has really made things worse for the U.S. with this epidemic. Uh, yesterday, the news came out that 
Trump, where we knew that he had refused testing kits from the World Health Organization early on. <clears throat> and now it turns out that he and his staff uh, refused warnings as early as January and did not want people in the United States tested because Trump believes that if people are tested positive for the virus in the U.S., that that will hurt his re-election chances in the fall. So that's that's who he is. Um, I think, you know, the about face now is entirely about money, right? You know, it's stock markets crashing. Things are going to um, be costing. Airlines are slashing their flights. Hotels are going to lose money. It's... Um, it's going to be an ugly situation. But if we can just get through the next couple of weeks, um, you know, flatten the curve, keep it so that the medical establishment can handle the influx of patients, do our best to stay home and not spread the disease around, home or in the great outdoors. <clears throat> It's one of the uh, aspects of social distancing we don't necessarily talk about, right? Um, you don't have to touch people in the great outdoors, and there's all that fresh air moving around to spin away those viral droplets. So, let's see. This is obviously top of my mind. It will be nice to get back to normal life. Though this has been a, um, you know, it's been a good lesson. It's a, I have not had to suffer through many crises like this in my lifetime. And so it's kind of good to evaluate. The, the big question on everyone's mind is, why do people buy all the toilet paper? Why toilet paper? Why? Why is that the thing that people feel like they need to control? So let's see. Yep, I'm moving into the next phase of the book, The Promised Queen, which is maybe why it felt a little slow yesterday. I was kind of feeling my way through some parts. Hopefully it'll go a little bit more smoothly today, but then I get the weekend off. I might be a little tired. I'm feeling a little, um, even though the 3K per day for five days a week is pretty sustainable for me, I do notice it after a while, notice the impact. So I'll try to um, just do other things this weekend. I got a, uh, <clears throat> I get notices on BookBub if someone recommends one of my books and somebody had read an arc of The Fiery Crown and gave it just a really lovely review. You know, every once in a while you get a review that is just so gushing and likes the things about the book that you liked about the book. That is just so gratifying. And she had led this one off saying, this is how you write a five-star read. And I loved everything about this. And so that makes me super happy. I, um, yeah, I'm just thrilled, just thrilled that uh, that Fiery Crown has been received by like that. So, I guess I don't have much else to say. I shall um, dive in and get to work. I hope that wherever you are, 
that things are going all right for you, that you have plenty of toilet paper <laughs> and food. And it's funny, I see a lot of us um, talking about, you know, here's a chance to catch up on a lot of this reading. <clears throat> In some ways, it's, it's cool that people are staying at home and working from home and maybe a chance to ramp down from some of the hecticness. You know, it's like taking a, a retreat. So I'm thinking good thoughts for you all. Let's all work together to flatten that curve. And I will talk to you on Monday. And if you get bored, there are podcasts that you could listen to besides mine, since First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you can listen to those other podcasts that you might love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You all take care of yourselves and take care of your neighbors too. Okay, bye-bye.